morning and happy Tuesday, you guys. It is Amanda on KSLM Radio. And in studio with me, I have Cody and John from the Navy. And last week was Navy Week. And you guys had a huge presence here in Salem, which was pretty awesome. It's actually the first time you guys have done Navy Week here in Oregon, right? Yes. So what was your favorite part about it? Let's start with you, John. Um, My favorite part has been our interaction with the youth in the area. We've been doing a lot of work with the Boys and Girls Club of the Marion and Polk County. Yeah. And just getting to show them, you know, we're all adults. We're doing jobs that you can do in the civilian and military world, um, supporting our Navy, and just kind of hanging out with them, doing arts and crafts. It's been a blast. Okay. And what about you, Cody? My favorite part was helping the community pick up trash around. Uh, we actually got to go to Willamette River over here in Salem, get on canoes and pick up trash with all sorts of different people and just help keep our community clean. Yeah, absolutely. So how long have you guys been in the Navy? Um, I will have been in for nine years this November. Wow. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. I would be in for five years this upcoming January. All right. That's awesome. So you guys have been in for years, both of you. Yes. And what is your favorite part about the Navy? Um, so I'm a shore sailor typically, but my favorite part has actually been giving or having the opportunity to go on deployment. Um, I did a tour in the Gulf of Oman and just doing a cruise out there. Okay. Doing freedom of, uh, freedom of navigation. So now what's, uh, you said short... Sure, yes. So sure. Okay. my uh, my rate doesn't typically go on deployments. I'm a cyber warfare technician, so we do a lot of stuff behind the keyboard okay. with uh, networks and that kind of stuff. So you don't see us out in the fleet a whole lot of the time. Okay, awesome. And what about you? I am the complete opposite of him. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I am it. a seagoing rate, so I'm always out at sea. And my favorite part was probably going out to more of the Central America and getting to see people out there. Probably humanitarian times, we go out whenever there's a hurricane and help people out. Is that scary, going out in the hurricanes? Oh, yes. Have you been, like, where you're like, okay, am I going to die? Oh, no, (laughs) no. (laughs) There's procedures we take to make sure we all come home safe. Okay, perfect. All right, well, I'm going to send it back to Dan Bongino, and we'll be back in just a moment with more. Stay tuned, you guys. Good morning, you guys, and happy Tuesday. In studio with me, I still have John and Cody from the Navy. So you guys are both from Oregon, is that right? That's correct. Yep. So what is it like coming back home? It's bliss. I love the Pacific Northwest. I'm currently stationed in Pensacola, Florida, so it's about as opposite the weather as you get. Um, It's... uh, all fast-paced over there. I've been between Virginia and Florida and back and forth, so it's uh, it's great to see mountains, trees, you know, hearing wildlife around is really, really fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I can't foot-stomp enough. The weather, it's it's what I grew up with. I love it. So mm-hmm. it's, it's been fantastic, and I mean, food, the people, mm-hmm. the beer, everything. Oregon. Amen to that, so, yes. Yeah. So do you, do you travel around, do you move around a lot? Um, so the Navy PCS, or well, they move us with orders every three years. Okay. Um, and so it's, you know, pick up your family, move to the next location, kind of where the Navy needs us. Right. Um, we get a little bit of input, but uh, my job generally keeps me on the East Coast. Okay. So it's uh, few and far between that I get to come back. This is actually my first time home in about three years. Oh, wow. All so, right. Yeah, well, welcome so home. Fantastic. <laughs> and what about you, Cody? Uh, I always try to come back here well, at least two or three times a year. It's just, I'm stationed out in Virginia, 
and coming back here to see family, especially my wife and son, I'm always happy to come back. Yeah. I love Oregon. It always reminds me of how beautiful things can be with the forest and everything. And it definitely is hard being gone for so long out of the years. So you don't have your family on the road with you? No. They're stationed here? Yes. So that would be probably difficult. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So what made you get into the Navy? Uh, (laughs) I was just, how do I say this? I just thought I needed to do something for myself. Looking for like a place to belong. Yeah. Be a part of a team. Yes, and the Navy definitely has done that. I've had so many friends who I can now call family, and I don't know what I would do without them, and I just am happy to be in the Navy. Absolutely. I can only imagine it's probably like a really strong brotherhood between you Absolutely. and your guys that you're with all the time. Do, when you guys move, do you typically move with those same people or you meet new people? Uh, fairly often that can be the last time you see these people in person because okay. we're globally assignable. The Navy t- can take us as far as Japan, over Europe, right. Middle East, and it can definitely be the last time you see these people. And so it's it's difficult kind of uprooting every time right they're also the same people you never lose their phone number right they're always on the end of the phone for well and it's probably kind of exciting too because wherever you go you're mm-hmm. going to build another bond and brotherhood with more people as well absolutely yeah that's awesome okay we got about 20 seconds left what made you want to join um i joined a little bit later in life i was 25 years old when i joined and uh i just wanted to do more i was working shuffling packages for fedex mm-hmm. and i said i think i can do more i can do something Awesome. Well, I honor that. All right. We'll be right back. You guys stay tuned. Good morning and happy Tuesday, you guys. It is just me all by my lonesome. Uh, Terry, I miss you and I hope that you are having a great time over at your new job. Um, Huge shout out to Navy Week last week. We had a bunch of them come in last week and today as well. Uh, Huge thank you for what you guys are doing. Um, I actually saw the Blue Angels, I believe, in McMinnville flying over at my parents house so that was pretty awesome to see i believe that was on saturday so huge shout out for them showing up first year in oregon and they said that they will be back next year so i'm pretty excited about that um okay so i found a few articles of interest it looks like yesterday monday the city of salem council agreed unanimously passing a motion to eliminate three of the five overlaying zones in uh, South Central Associations of Neighborhood, which had prohibited buildings being taller than 35 feet. So it looks like they have increased the height limits by 10 feet in two of the zones, and it looks like they are still working on another one. Um, One of the zones is just a few blocks from Bush Park, and others are near Pioneer Cemetery. So in those areas, you will see them increasing by 10 feet. Um, it looks like they wanted to still keep the building small for the historical look, but increased it by 10 feet. And another article looks like, oh, <laughs> this is a good one. The state of Oregon is Salem's largest employer with 21,000 workers uh, working here in the city limits, close to a quarter of the city's workforce, according to city's most recent annual financial report. 
Looks like Tina Kotek said that she understands Salem's need for more taxes, but she is going to vote no on increasing the wage tax, it looks like. Uh, she said that the city expects a budget shortfall of more than 15000 I'm sorry, more than $15 million by 2026, um, but said that they need to look at it a different way than proposing a work tax. Uh, it looks like probably because it'll affect a lot of her people. More than 11,000 of the state Salem-based employers work remotely. Amanda and I am back again. So we were just talking about the payroll tax. So it looks like the state of Oregon is Salem's largest employer with 21,000 workers, close to a quarter of the city's workforce, according to the most recent annual financial report. Um, it looks like more than 11,000 of the state's Salem-based employees work remotely part-time or full-time, according to the Department of Administration Services. And it looks like Salem also hosts 90 state legislators and their staff who work full-time from the Capitol during legislative season, but rarely at other times. So kind of interesting. Um, like my biggest thing was is that, so I would actually have to pay this Salem tax, payroll tax, when I don't even live there myself. So kind of frustrating. I think they definitely jumped the gun, have to reevaluate. But what I find interesting on this issue is that it's not one side or the other. It's something that both sides, right and left, can agree on. That this is absolutely ridiculous and they can find other ways to uh, compensate for this money. Um, political uh, Jeff Krupp, Political Coffee Clatch, uh, they are doing their meeting tonight at the Honky Tonk, 6 p.m. So make sure you show up for that. They go over a lot of what's going on with the budget, um, in particularly with this issue so if you want to get more information on that definitely go down there the honky tonk bar and grill tonight at 6 p.m and jeff krupp will be there i believe i will be making an appearance so come on down and say hello okay so i just pulled up this other article it says former mcnary student sue choir teacher alleging grooming and abuse so it looks like two McNary High School graduates are suing their former choir teacher and the Salem-Kaiser School District. Um, it looks like Joshua Rist groomed and manipulated them for years while district officials took no action. Um, the women, the two that have graduated, they are not giving out their name, which I think is probably for the best. Um, but it looks like the teacher flattered them, praised them, gave them special access and conversations with them towards sexual topics. Looks like they are suing for $10 million in total. Uh, Riss did not immediately respond to an email Wednesday seeking comment. But if I go down a little bit more, so it looks like uh, Rist was first on leave in May 28th, 2021 until August 18th, 2022, uh, when he came back. He was then placed on leave again February 9th, 2021 before returning again in this fall. It says he did not respond to other questions about his employment history and why he was put on leave to begin with. The district is aware of the pending lawsuit and they have no comment on it, of 
course not. And it looks like the abuse took place from 2015 to 2020. I'm going to look a little bit more into this and get some more information because it is, this is very interesting, alarming, sad. Um, and it looks like the past things were also sexual grooming and inappropriate. So I will keep you guys posted on this article as more comes out. All right, guys, have a great day.